Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Rathpeak and Ramblers podcast. Um, apologies to anyone who was expecting a podcast last week. Just took a little break and was going to put one up during the week. But then I said, look, I'll just take the week off. And luckily I did because I was actually a bit run down last week, I think, with moving back and uh, getting back into the swing of things at work and a few different things coming up. Um, I'm a bit run down. You can probably tell by my voice I have a bit of a cold. Um, don't worry. It's nothing serious. Literally, don't worry because it actually is nothing serious. It was just sinusitis and, um, you know, developed a cold from that. But I think the problem now, I think everyone, everyone's going through it. Any slight little bit of illness or any kind of sickness that you feel, um, you're going to think it's the Rona. Um, and I genuinely did. I woke up Wednesday and I had a headache. I was sweating. Um, you know, it was just blocked up. And I was like, oh my God, no, I have it. I fucking have it. I have it. I'm gone. I'm done. And then um, that whole day, I was like, fuck it. I don't and like, luckily my mum's a nurse. So, you know, she was like, right, just stay in here. You do this, do this, and sanitize afterwards and use your own plate. We don't know what it is yet. We'll give it another day. And I was like, yeah, look, we'll give it another day. See what happens. Next day, still feeling not too great, but, you know, I didn't think it was anything too serious then and took two tabs, and was fine. I've taken tabs the last few days. The sinusitis is gone. I'm just blocked up now. Um, So all I have to do is just, yeah, you know, see out the cold. But, um, yeah, so I'm glad I took a, a, a kind of a week off because... You know, I was I was able to feel feel sorry for myself, I suppose. But we're back this week. We have uh, today's episode, and we're gonna have another one Friday as well, um, the second breakfast. So welcome back. Um, I hope you had a good week. I hope you have. I hope you had a good weekend. Um, do you know it's good? I think uh, things are kind of going back to normal a bit. I suppose it's still weird. Like you know, there's still that kind of foreboding sense of uh, anxiety around the place and kind of uh, everyone's kind of unsure what's going on and what to do um but you know things seem to be going back to normal and that's good for some people i know some people are still cautious and anxious and all that but you know we'll get through it together um you know nobody should suffer alone so you know i hope this podcast brings you a little bit of joy on this um fine fine monday afternoon um, so yeah, we're back now. Um, so this week, guys, we're going to talk about um, the tricks of the trade, really, the cinema. Now, most people listening will probably know that I worked in the cinema for a number of years, um, about two years altogether, but over the space of four years with moving uh, back and forth across the co- across the continents. Um, so started off working and I was, you know, generally on the floor and doing a bit of supervising as well. So I kind of have a handle or a bit of knowledge about a lot of what goes on behind the scenes at the cinema. Um, and this one's kind of, it's you know, this is going to be an episode about um, kind of my pet peeves and tips on tips from someone behind the scenes to you, the customer, on how to have the best experience in the cinema when you go. And I suppose it's especially relevant now um, some of these points now the fact that you have to pick your seat and sit on sit in your designated seat so you know what let's before we get into it can't forget rusty gray here's rusty gray at the intro at rusty gray youtube twitter 
listen to this piece of brilliance i done seen all of these movies i done read reviews but all these other critics leave me less amused i still need opinions i'm just messing dude but it's gotta come from the projection room yeah yeah everyone go check rusty gray out on youtube twitter facebook instagram check him out download his songs share them all over the gaff Right, so today is going to be tricks of the trade. So we're gonna t- I'm gonna talk a little bit about like, um, just little tips for customers going where to sit, um, you know, to complain or not to complain, um, you know, just little bits of knowledge. Some of it's going to be a bit cheeky, you know, because, you know, after working in cinema for about two years, I hold a lot of resentment towards uh, the common customer, a lot of resentment. Um, you know, I think, I think everybody should work in a customer facing role, um, be that retail or like a customer representative on the phone in a call center or something dealing with the public. It can be a fucking nightmare. No. And it can throw up absolute gems of conversations and lovely, lovely people and hilarious instances, but for a lot of it, you're getting not yelled at all the time, but yeah, yelled at, accused of something, um, accused of gross negligence for for everything you do, um, discrimination a lot of the time over nothing, um, you know. So it's tough, but I think everyone should work in a customer facing role, um, and it'll help you deal with stress, or it'll help you highlight how not to deal with stress too. Uh, in my case. So let's go through it. Um, so the first thing, we're going to start off light. Um, where to sit in the cinema? So I suppose it depends on how often you go. You might have your own favorite seat. It all depends on your personal preference and your personal taste. Do you, do you like the, what do you like to see? Do you like, you know, to sit like close to the screen, back from the screen, whatever. But the general consensus inside in the cinema that I used to work in, right, so sit about uh, four or five rows from the back and kind of right in the middle of that row. So the way it goes now is like, you know, you you go up and there's a row in the middle. This is in strictly in Blackpool cinema now. I know other cinemas have different, you know, things going on, different layouts and stuff, but if you're going to any of the real pictures, so go halfway up, um, kind of, it's like four from the back, and then kind of in the middle of any of those rows, so you're not sitting like dead right in front of the screen, you're kind of like a bit off to the right or a bit off to the left, those are the best for sound, so you're getting the best sound there, um, and the best visual, because you're like looking at it, and you're not looking at it dead on, you're looking at it at a slight angle, and then also the sound surround sound is perfect for there as well. It's like you're kind of at a good angle for every little pinpoint of sound. So that's where you should sit, guys. You know, that's kind of more prevalent today because you can choose. So if you can get in and choose your seat, especially with, you know, COVID, try and choose there. And there won't be people sitting directly behind you or directly in front of you. You know, you'll have a good kind of space around, you know. So... Just keep that in mind. The next time you're going to a movie, try and get those seats and let me know what you think because generally, I would usually sit in those seats if people aren't already there, if I go in. 
um, try and go like yeah four or five rows from the back and kind of halfway in between those that row as well so you're getting just the best picture best sound best everything so that is where you should sit when you go into the cinema so this next one is as someone who worked in the cinema this is kind of just for your own peace of mind so to complain or not to complain that is the question when is the best time do we really want to know and the best time is literally after it's just happened whatever incident and yes to complain or not to complain do complain there is nothing worse. Oh my God, the amount of times that like, and especially it used to be kind of um, parents. Obviously, like kids won't come out and complain, but I mean like, so what might happen is there might be like a party of kids gone into like a kids movie. And um, actually, shout out to Bridget, a definite shout out this time, Bridget, a definite shout out, 100% meant it this time. Um, Bridget made a good point that I'll go into later. I'll go over it again, but just wanted to make sure Bridget knows she got her shout out <laughs> this week. <laughs> um, so let's say like a party of kids go into a movie. And there is a family, a couple of rows back. The party of kids, it's two parents blinding like 15 kids or something. They're making a bit more noise than they should. You know, we've checked the screen every once in a while and told them to quiet down. But we're, we can't stay in there the whole time. So we rely on the customer too. And then after the movie is over, the dad or the mom, whoever, the family comes out and says, oh, um, I just wanted to let you know that uh, that family kids made a lot of noise and we really couldn't enjoy the movie. Um, you know, like that can go one or two ways as well. They could be like, can we get compensation? Can we get free tickets? Or it's like, I'm just letting you know for the future. I was like, well literally not being funny why didn't you let me know in the past why didn't you let me know while it was happening because what happens a lot of time is people will hear or see me coming in to check the movie they'll shut up you know because they're not fucking idiots and then as soon as i'm gone they'll start chatting away again happened all the time and then people come out after the movie and are like oh, you know it's really not on is it and i'm like no it's not and i'm not, you know i it it's not on i'm not disagreeing with you but i can't do anything about it no you know, I can't, <laughs> I'm bound by the constructs of fucking time, like, I can't go, you know, hang on a second, click my fingers, go back, fucking half an hour in time, it's so, you know, it's just so frustrating, and it's frustrating for everyone involved then, because I can't really go up to, I can't go up to family, the party and go, guys, I got complaints about G, you have to cop on next time, it was like, that's after the fact, it's not my problem, it's not my jurisdiction anymore, so yes, complain, and complain when it happens, and not even complaining, tell me about stuff when it happens, so like, if the lights are on, if one of the staff forgot to turn off the, the cleaning light, don't wait for 15 minutes in the movie, and then tell me, and say, oh, I thought it was going to go off eventually, like, no, no, you know, there is a chance people are going to complain again after, because they're all idiots, like, or else one time, so with the supervisor, I had to be, you know, turn on the projectors. Um, and it's not like your old-timey projector anymore with all the feeding the film in. It's, they're all digital, like, in in um, in Blackpool, in most cinemas now, bar, like, you know, uh, ones in Dublin, I suppose, that specialize in it. But they're all digital. But with, as with digital things, as with any machine, sometimes things don't work. Sometimes uh, a film drive mightn't pull across and it mightn't play on time. Happened one time, uh, it was half an hour after the movie was meant to start. And there's about 20 people inside, and this guy comes out and was like, 
movie never started. And I, it was about half twelve. And I was like, what? Seriously? It's half twelve. Like, it's meant to start at twelve. He goes, yeah, we, we didn't know what was going on. Hasn't started at all. Wait, jeez. I'm like, so now I have to start that movie. And then I have to rush those people out because there's another movie on at like half two. Madness. Like, so basically what I'm trying to say is if something is happening, tell me about it. No, this is not redundant, but tell the person about it because I don't work in a cinema anymore. But I wish that we could have just turned around and said to people, just fucking tell me what's going on. Like, tell me what's going on. You know, if if somebody's kicking your seat, if somebody's kicking your seat, it's the most annoying thing in the world. Or if somebody's talking, don't wait until after the movie. Tell me as it happens, you know, because there's no point in telling me after because I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. That's obviously, you know, I'm obviously passionate about that because it was a, a, a you know, kind of a bugbear of mine, like, don't wait until the end. Um, you know, it's just stupid. It is stupid. It's it's. I'm not making any excuse for anyone involved. It's not nice to be sitting there while someone's talking. But, you know, don't wait until after the movie to tell me. A lot, and an excuse a lot of people used to give was like, um, and I don't know where these people, where these people were from, but like Blackpool kind of has, um, I don't know, does it have a bad reputation now or whatever, but it has a reputation for being maybe not the, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, like, because I love Blackpool, and I often go through, I have no problem in, with Blackpool, I have no no fear walking through Blackpool. I think every area has its kind of anti-social element. But I think Blackpool has a bit more of a reputation for that because it's like inner city, just outside the inner city. Um, north side, like. So, you know, there is a, a kind of a an old reputation with Blackpool and like places like Knocknaheeny and Farnree. That isn't so true anymore. There's There's elements everywhere. But I think these people that are coming to the cinema or used to come to the cinema, kind of still had this in their head from when they were younger, or else from when their, you know, their kids might have had an experience. And they'd often be like, oh yeah, look, this happened, and, you know, this is this is terrible, I couldn't enjoy the movie at all. And I'd be like, when did this happen? They're like, around the start of the movie. I was like, why didn't, you know, I was like, not taking blame off them, or not putting blame on you. I'd often have to say that, because... You know, you never want to victim blame in any situation, but especially when someone's telling you that something happened to them inside in the screen, you never want to victim blame because that's wrong, first of all. But second of all, you're opening yourself up to being ripped apart by an angry person because they have no problem. This used to piss me off so much. They have no problem saying it to you, giving out to you, but they they would not turn around inside the movie and say, sorry, can you keep it down, please? So they used to come out like um even even if they did report it like on time and they'd say like look someone's talking. Um or no, no, actually that that's redundant no. But like so they'd come out at the end of the movie and say, Yeah, that person that person um was talking the whole time or that person was doing this and then I'd say, Sorry, you you know, I do need we can't be in there all the time. We had people checking it. We rely on, you know, the customers to tell us if something is happening that we can't see and they're like i know but you know i never know how people are going to react and oftentimes if they say that the person is either like possibly a part of the traveler community or someone that they don't like the look of and then but i'm like right so if you don't think know how they're going to react but you just expect me to go in and start effing and blinding and telling them they have to leave and be kicked out like no because that person deserves a chance 
to stop doing it and then a chance to explain themselves too like you know so used to frustrate me a lot but that's kind of a big one that yeah that um i think if you have something to complain about definitely complain about it on time because there's nothing that the person can do after um and that's everywhere too but yeah for this one especially in cinemas um okay third point i have now is kind of have a bit of common sense when you're coming up to the <laughs> the counter um you know, I do hate that phrase because I don't like if somebody said to me, like, have a bit of common sense because I think it's kind of uh, condescending. But if you're coming up to the counter and you see it's very busy and you're like, oh, it must be a movie going in. And you come up and you're like, ah, could I buy a loyalty card or can I buy tickets for next week? What shows do you have on tomorrow? I might buy a ticket. Have a bit of fucking common sense, man. Have a bit of fucking common sense. You see there's a big queue behind you and you're like, what's on tomorrow? No, what, what would you think of that movie? I was like, I'm sorry, but nowhere in my contract did it say that I had to be a fucking movie reviewer. Ironic, because I love reviewing movies and telling people about movies, but not when I'm on the fucking till. And there's a queue behind you of people waiting to go into their fucking movie, and you're like, I might, can I buy a loyalty card, actually? It used to happen a lot, like really busy nights, like a Monday night or something, might be really busy, and then big massive queue behind the person, then they turn around, they're like, can I buy a loyalty card, actually? And I'd have, it, when I was younger, younger and uh, more innocent, I'd be like, of course you can, yes, sir. Yes, sir, yes, ma'am, how many bags full? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. What else would you like? Do you want to stand on my back and get a better view of the movie, maybe? But eventually, I'd just be like, yeah, I can do that after for you. Do you want to come out after? Just I have a massive queue there. I have to get to these people first. A few people would have a look on their face like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, obviously, why wouldn't you? Most people are like, oh, of course, yeah, Jesus, sorry, I, I slipped my mind. And you have to allow for that too, like people aren't, people aren't working, you know, that's, it's because I'm switched on and I'm working there that I realize these problems, but oftentimes people just need a push of like, oh, of course, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'll do it after the movie for you. They'll be like, oh, perfect, yeah, that's great. And after the movie, they'll come out and there'll be people going out and there won't be anybody much coming up to the actual counter, so it's fine, I'll do it then for you, not a fucking bother. But have a bit of, just think about it when you come up first, if you see a massive queue of people, Maybe you now is not the best time to try and decide what movie you're going to go to tomorrow. Maybe maybe take a bit of independence and do it yourself, you fucking idiot. Um, this is another kind of one about the counter. Uh, sort out who's paying before you get to the counter. Yes. Oh, God. This used to piss me off so, so much. I remember there was one time, actually, um, <laughs> this was years ago now, but we had a deal on a Monday, so it was two tickets for €11. Euro. And these two kind of, not elderly women, but they were older women, probably in their 60s or 70s, um, came up to the counter and they're like, oh yeah, um, we'll go to whatever, Bridget Jones was on, I think. I was like, yeah, that's fine, it's uh, 11 euro, so please. And they were like, 11? Uh, no, I'm just paying for myself. And I was like, oh no, I know, but it's two for 11. So if you want to pay, this you owe her a euro or something, If it's six euro each for pensioners, but two for 11 so it's actually a euro cheaper and they're like oh yeah we'll do that so but um we'll pay separately i was like no like the two tickets come out at once and it's just two so i just need one payment of 11 euro and they both had two 20s i think or something and now there's a simple way around is i take the 40 take 120 and give them back like in 14 and take the other 20 and give them back 14 like you know and I I have my money there anyways like or 15 or whatever like 
but they could not wrap their heads around it and I couldn't I was frazzled I think it was a busy Monday so I had to turn around to one of the lads like can I get off for just five minutes and he went down he dealt with them and then I went down after <laughs> like sort out who was paying and don't have an argument up at the fucking till like not an argument obviously people don't be having arguments but you know don't be debating up at the till it used to piss me off so much like I'd have to sit there with a fake smile and be like yeah you guys are so funny oh my god who's paying him you <laughs> Jesus you're a hoosh and about 40 people behind you looking at me like you know fucking move it or lose it like just sort out who's paying before you get to the till don't want to go into it anymore because it's actually annoying me as as I think about it Um, this last one now point before I go into I asked another Instagram question yesterday or the day before and people answered which was great so thanks very much everyone who answered um so this last one now before I go into the Instagram questions is um no your child can't come into this 18s 16s movie whatever because you're with him like this one used to annoy me so the, the way the ages go so you have like I think you have PG parental guidance you have G for general so anyone can go in PG for parental guidance, same kind of same thing. Um, then you had a twelve A, then fifteen A, then sixteens, then eighteens. So G PG, anyone can go in. But we had a rule in the cinema: any child under the age of twelve can't go in on a company. So if you're over twelve and you wanted to go into a PG G or twelve A movie, grand. If you're younger, you could not go in without an adult or someone over the age of I think fifteen. Or, or we actually changed it to 18 because there was a lot of pe- kids going in with their like barely older brothers and sisters and causing wreck in there so 12a you have to be 12 15a same thing if you're under 15 you're not going in um 16s 18s you have to be over 16 have to be over 18 to go into those movies so we had a lot of it and also like i understand in in a, in a job like the cinema there's an added element of um you know security involved because if there's a 16s movie and someone comes up and they're 13 and they say you say no like you have the power to let people in or not and i'm not going to lie to you if a family came up and it was a 16s movie and your man was about 14 but the family looked um you know your your man looked timid enough quiet enough I might wave at the odd time. Shouldn't do it. Don't do it if you're working in a cinema. But there is, you know, possible ways to be sound to people, whatever. But shouldn't have done it. So if anybody's listening, if Jill, Jill, my manager, shout out to Jill. I'm sorry I did it, but it happens sometimes. Um, but, you know, generally, we were very, very strict. And especially on groups of kids. I'm not trying to tar groups of kids, all groups with the same with one feather like but groups of kids we've all been teenagers and we've all caused trouble in cinemas like but groups of kids were going to cause wreck especially in like a horror movie that was 16s if a group of like 14 year old teenagers came up boys or girls know that i would ask for id um i would and I, I'd get thick. My second spell at the cinema was last year when I came back from America and I was taking no shit whatsoever. Like, so a group would come up and they'd be like 15 and movie would be 16. So they'd be like, oh, can I get a ticket to that, please? And I'd be like, you have to be 16. They'd be like, I am. I was like, what's your date of birth? I remember one time they were all like 
looking at me as if I had fucking 10 heads. I was like, what's your date of birth? I was getting so annoyed. I was like, I was like, I'm not just taking your word for it. Like, I need to see either ID or thing. If you ask for ID, it used to be hilarious. You get like, <laughs> you get wannabe tough kids like going like, oh, why would I carry around my ID? I'm only 16. Like, oh, fucking carrying around a fucking passport or something. Is that what you think I'd be doing? Like, like well, you're not coming in here at all. Like, if you're going to give me shit for asking for an ID, I'm hardly going to let you into the fucking cinema. Like, used to be, oh, just the sweetest the sweetest victory I turned into that guy who was just annoying kids for the sake of annoying kids I turned into that guy and it was fucking glorious and I do it all over again but anyways back to this point here um yeah you can't your kid isn't coming in if he's not over 18 or 16 or whatever age the movie is like if he's if he's under 15 and you want to bring him to a 15s movie that is totally fine if you want to bring him and his friends to a 15 horror movie whatever that's your bag that's fine that's allowed but you can't just come in and buy tickets and go into fucking The Hateful Eight. That was one now. There was a lot of... No, no, actually, that wasn't too bad. There was one last year that was 18s. I can't remember. Maybe once upon a time in Hollywood and your man was about 15 and you'd be like, what? But he's my child. I was like, <laughs> not disputing that. Like, not disputing that he's your child, but he's not 18. House, you know, I can't make it any fucking simpler, like... And people might be listening to me you now going, Jesus, Keen, you're very annoyed over that. You need to let it go. But it's just so stupid, though. Like, you know, I mean, it, why the fight? Like, you know, people are just getting annoyed over nothing and just taking it out on some random fucking person working retail who ha- probably hates their job. Doesn't want to be telling you that you can't bring your child in, but has to. Doesn't want to lose their job. There was one time I was very annoyed. I felt bad for your one for a while, but afterwards I realized, like, fuck off, like, you know, you don't need to be getting fucking ticket me over um, your child not being 16, but, like, there was one movie, and it was 18s, but they had sent us the UK poster that had 16s on it, so your man was 16, apparently, and uh, she was like, yeah, but it's 16s, I was like, no, it's 18s, I was like, it's 16s, <laughs> she was like, she must have thought I was fucking stupid, like, I was like, no, it's 18. She's like, well, on the poster, don't say it's 16s. And I was like, right, I'm sorry about that, but it's actually 18s. If it is on the poster downstairs, I am sorry, that is a mistake. She's like, right, well, you shouldn't have post- wrong posters in. I was like, obviously, like, I hardly go around. I was like, just put, do you know what? Put the other poster in there today. Mix it up. See what happens, you know? Like, people get annoyed for no fucking reason. Um, there are so many other things... Um, that happened in the cinema. Like we had some fantastic times in there. And that's the thing about retail I said earlier. Like, there's a lot of bad shit that happens to you. Like, you, you get yelled at by... Not necessarily in the cinema managers. I was very lucky with the managers that I, I had. Because the supervisors, we were all around the same age. And then the managers, I, I'm lucky that I got on with them. You know, like we... You know, it was... I was a tiny, especially the second time around, I was a tiny bit, I was a bit older than the rest of the staff, and, but I got on well with the managers from the time before, so it was fine, but you might, in in your retail job, whoever's listening, you might get yelled at, or you might get yelled at by your manager, or by, you know, customer, you might, you know, just get shit from teenagers, like, you know, there's a lot of bad shit that happens and stuff that pisses you off, but... There is a definite sense of camaraderie with your your co-workers. 
um you're on the front lines together like you know you are literally um in the trenches fucking trying just supporting each other giving out about everything because that's how you get through you actually have to give out about literally every little thing just so you're both kind of like okay right got that off my chest let's go do another hour so you know while there are some bad things there are some kind of funny and we had some good times but um it was mainly through kind of laughing at stupid customers or not stupid customers but like stupid things that they had done or said like i remember this story you know i actually love this story because um it kind of shows you're dealing with people who are just at their wits end most time or raw emotions and they're not thinking so it wasn't long after i started back in 2015 and um i came in for my shift starting at three o'clock i think and i had just gotten a haircut and i did not get a good haircut i got like if anybody remembers the game bully on the ps2 um the main character i think his name is billy uh just it wasn't a skin tight you know fucking fade or whatever but it was like you know a fucking two all over like so for some reason i thought this haircut was acceptable and went into the cinema you know started my shift about two minutes later i think i just put on my bag put down my bag and um this customer comes out she was actually like a Canadian or an American lady. Came out of like Ant-Man. And she's like, I'm sorry, but there's a kid sitting right behind me. And he is kicking and he is yelling and he's shouting. And he's ruining the movie for me. And as I said earlier, hey, you told me when it's happening. Absolutely perfect. Thank you so much. So I follow her and, she, and I was like, look, you want to go up to your seat. I'll have a look where you're sitting. And I'll follow up and I'll talk to the kid then. So I, I watch her walk up to her seat and she sits down and the kid was actually in front of her, sorry. So I remember and she starts pointing down at the kid and I was like, yeah, yeah, perfect, I'll fucking... I gave her a nod like, yeah, I'll go up. So I went up and I can see the kid is kind of jumping up and down and he's sitting next to um his mother, I presumed, and then another older lady, I presume, was her mother and then there was another kid on the other side who was sitting down quietly watching the movie. So I took the lady's complaint I went up and I just kind of leaned in and I said to the mother, I was like, look, um just received a complaint about the child making noise um and this is a 15 or 12 this is a an, an older movie like a 12 movie Um, he'll just have to be quiet or you'll have to take him out or you'll have to leave i i think i said something like that because look that's what's going to happen i probably could have gone about it a bit more subtler but i had to because the, it was actually packed as well the whole i think the cinema was like so out that day for ant-man so i went out i nothing of it no more complaints from the lady when she passed out afterwards not passed out when she passed be my later said oh thanks so much i was like not a bother so then i went in um i think i went in to get like stock up the shelves came back out and then uh, i hear this voice go that's him there that's him and i was like oh jesus christ so i went over and it was the woman of the child and she was in my face she was like I was like, how dare you? How In the middle of the movie, and my child's autistic. Just because he's autistic doesn't mean that he's, you know, all this and all this. And she's like, and told me that he was going to have to kick me out. Kick me out in the middle of the movie, like. And I was like, no, look, if you let me explain. <laughs> it was, I was so, for some reason, I'm very good at fucking digging myself out of a hole. You know, I'm good at apologizing, basically. Like, I was like, look, I'm very sorry that that happened i did not know your child was autistic i was like i could not know your child was autistic like the child doesn't have a fucking 
big arrow pointing down going autistic child here you know i mean jesus christ and i would be very i'm very good with kids and i'd be very good at um i'd I'd be proud of the way that i you know recognize people's difficulties and you know not judge them basically but all i saw was a hyperactive child jumping up and shouting in the middle of a quiet movie so (laughs) i was like look there's no way i could have known your child was autistic but i do apologize that you felt um attacked and i was very good i was like geez this is you know i was proud of myself after and that lady actually ended up like um writing a letter saying look thanks very much sorry about getting so annoyed and i totally understand i mean she she has a child with um special needs can't be easy at home brings him to the cinema for a bit of peace and quiet with his brother and the grandmother and gets told you're gonna have to you know get the child to stop talking basically and i totally understand that but that's just an example of like that was an example of a story that ended up okay but that was just an example of a story like you know where you're dealing with people at there you had the woman coming out annoyed that a child was making noise during the movie you had another woman who felt attacked then because I told her, you know, you have to get the child to stop talking or you'll have to leave. And then you ever like kind of realize, look, he's only doing, we're all only doing our job. And I totally understand that she probably had her wits end as well, you know, possibly not, but possibly, you know, um, and that, that was just another kind of arrow in the back for her. But, you know, there's some stories that ended well, some stories that didn't end well. Um, if people are interested and want more stories from the cinema, let me know. Um, could be an interesting kind of series and different customers and stuff. But yeah, basically, those are my kind of tips of the trade. So we're going to run through t- very quickly before I go into the Instagram questions. But where to sit in the cinema, sit about four or five rows from the back, um, middle of the row, perfect. To complain or not to complain, yes, do complain. If something is definitely going on, when is the best time? As soon as it happens, do we really want to know? Yes, we do. Have a bit of common sense. Yeah, just, you know, think about things before you get to the fucking counter and don't be initiating conversation while there's a big queue behind you. Um, sort out who's paying before you get to the counter. Self-explanatory. Don't be a fucking asshole. Don't be an idiot. Um, and yes, no, or no, no, your child can't come into this 18s movie because you're with him. The age restrictions are law. They are provided by um, Imro, I think, or I can't, Imho. I can't remember the name of the fucking um, governing body, but they are law. And if we were caught letting people into movies that they're not of the age for, we could get shut down. So, um, without further ado, we're going to go into the um, Instagram questions yesterday that are the, that I put up the other day. Um, so one second, no, just uh, get them up. So the questions I asked were, um, just waiting for this, uh, I have it here on the phone. Um, so I asked two questions the other day. I said, what are some of your pet peeves about the cinema? And I said, tell me your funniest, cringiest stories that happened in a cinema. So we all have funnier, cringy stories, um, but we're going to go through. Um, so what are some of your pet peeves about the cinema? And I got one from my manager, Chill. <laughs> the customers. <laughs> And I said that already. Um, and I'm sure we've all been one person working retail story about that fucking customer did this, that fucking customer did that. A lot of us probably would be. Um, but the customers did make the job awfully hard sometimes. 
there was antisocial behavior there was stuff going on do you know there was just annoying stuff going on like especially the complaining and stuff afterwards or you know people dropping fucking happened a lot of times there last year where people would drop full things of like coke zero on the counter and it would like seep into our cash drawer and then the cash would all be have to like put upstairs on the red and everything to dry out it was so so annoying but the customers i love most of it no i love some of it did not like most of it um got another one um oh yes when people don't stop talking um let me just find out who sent that one in if i hope people don't mind that i'm going to um that i'm going to read out their names so that was from oh ding 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 talented musician alert rusty gray music who does the outro and intro music for this said when people don't stop talking and that is so true that is so fucking annoying when people don't stop talking during a movie i have gotten crankier in uh older age uh, i'm only 26 but sure look i fucking feel about 50 years old man um, I do remember one time myself and Johnny Mealy went to uh, actually went to it was actually Black Panther over in America. Um, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, absolute legendary um, film actor and activist. And we went to Black Panther, and this was in I think we went to Ridge Hill, Ridge Hill. I don't know. Yeah, Ridge Hill. So there was two uh, cinemas in that were kind of near us in Woodlawn. So we had Cross County, which was a closer mall, and then Ridge Hill was a bit further away, but a bit more, like, swankier and nicer and stuff. So into Ridge Hill, and cinema's absolutely packed. And then these three guys come in late, and there's only three seats left, and they're next to fucking me. So John's on my right, and the lads come in and sit on my left. And they just didn't stop talking through the whole thing and eventually like with about half an hour left they were talking and see i don't mind if people are talking about the movie that's one thing i can actually kind of live with that because i'm like okay right they're fucking obnoxious but at least they're talking about the movie but i heard one of them go like dude did you do that paper for tomorrow and i turned to them and i don't know how it happened but i just said can you shut the fuck up can you please shut the fuck up like jesus christ that's the whole movie you're talking and they went silent and then these lads were about 14 15 i'd say and they go, one of them goes, um, oh, but it's my buddy's last night before he goes to jail, and they're all kind of snickering, and I was like, I don't give a fucking shit, just shut the fuck up, or I'm going to go out and tell the person that you haven't stopped talking, and that shut him up then, and I was crying, laughing, um, I don't think they were being serious about the jail, I don't give a shit if they were, because they were fucking ruined the movie for me, I only rewatched it recently, and it's very, very fucking brilliant movie, but um, that's something that really, really annoys me, and another time that I went with John, I can't remember what we went to this time, but um, we were sitting down, going to the cinema with Johnny Melia is an absolute experience, because Johnny just comes out with random shit, like, and we, were <laughs> we were sitting down, and these guys were whispering down the front, and the movie hadn't even started yet, but I fully support John in this, like, and they were just talking away randomly, like the trailers were going, and the movie had just started, and they were still whispering. And then out of nowhere, to my right, all I hear is Johnny just pipe up, like, Would you ever shut the fuck up down there? <laughs> and I was in tears. I was like, I didn't know whether to fucking sink down into my seat because I didn't know who these guys were or 
just kind of sit there and stare at them as well. It was fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, people talking, I absolutely fucking despise it. Um, okay, let me one second. No, I'll get back to uh, the old archive there to see the story. But people talking is so so fucking annoying. Um, next up we have. Ah, yes. Uh, children brought along to films that aren't meant for kids and the little bastards make noise. I, that's actually John Amelia actually said that. And he's dead right. Um, no, as I said earlier, Bridget made a good point. If you're in a kids movie and you come out and you complain about kids making noise, grow the fuck up. Go Get back in there and sit down and look at your own kids making noise. Just Or not even, just because your child is watching the movie. And that's perfectly fine. You can't have kids run around but you can't if it's a kids movie and you hear kids talking come on like you know just fucking grow up a bit but johnny is right here though children brought along to films that aren't meant for kids and i would say that does extend now to superhero movies like you know years ago no not even years ago yeah all the time superhero movies they're not just for kids don't be bringing young kids into them they don't understand what's going on and secondly they're making noise um now at the front at the front desk like we can't turn kids away we can't say no it's not for him he won't enjoy it the dad might want to see it and he just doesn't give a shit if his kid makes noise or whatever but yeah that's another annoying one um this one now and i'm gonna fucking back john up here now because uh <laughs> this is one from tom kyo i'm gonna fu- i'm doing i'm, I'm ratting you out john <laughs> tom said uh john farting and clapping when someone dies <laughs> Um, no, I don't, John never farted when I was in the cinema with him. Not when, maybe when I went to the bathroom, but not when I was there. <laughs> um, he does clap when people dies, so that's why it's another experience. You have people throwing shocked, hor- horrified looks at you as fucking someone dies on screen and John's clapping like, you know. <laughs> um, got one in from Aaron saying, kids shifting, um, as one of the pet peeves, yes, um and we were all that kid though we were all that kid we were all those teens you know shifting away in the back row and we didn't give any shit about what people thought but now we're the fucking adult and we can hear the fucking tongues mashing off each other in the back row while we're down below and it's awkward as fuck it is fucking weird um Sean, my little bro Sean, who works in the cinema, I'm not getting free tickets. That's a pet peeve, no, because of COVID. Used to get, you know, free tickets before because you know I used to work there. Bit of a, bit of a legend down at the old cinema. <laughs> Here's that guy again. He's been here every week for the past five years. What a fucking loner. <laughs> um, got one in from Tyg. Um, people on phones kicking my seat, stale popcorn talking sitting next to strangers yes 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 to all of that and um, people on phones is one that i get annoyed i i do the odd fucking cough now and then if i see if someone's on the phone next to me or like in the row across i'll start like coughing obnoxiously loud and hope they get the message you know because i'm passive aggressive um people kicking your seat is so annoying hopefully covid get rid gets rid of that if it these seat restrictions stay in because so fucking annoying like um stale popcorn that is very annoying when it happens um talking yes and i've taken i think i I said that happened there a lot when i was watching joker there was a couple just laughing with the whole time 
and I just start shushing. And they start laughing, like, but then they don't talk because they're like, there's a deranged man sitting behind us, shushing us. Oh my God, he might kill us. And I don't mind being that guy. I don't mind. That's my superpower. Um, Sitting next to strangers. Yes, that is another one. I uh, didn't even think of that. But hopefully that'll be gone now if we just choose our seat and leave like even one or two seats in between you because there's it's it's kind of weird sometimes like you know it depends on the movie too if it's a shit movie you're still you're sitting there the whole time probably thinking oh geez I'm fucking sitting right next to this fucking weirdo <laughs> for the whole movie um I also asked a question um tell me your funniest cringiest stories that happened um Jill again GDPR means I can't but we have videos we've seen some videos I have seen. Some fucking videos, vague descriptions, people falling. Always funny. No, not always funny, actually, because there's been some serious falls in there and stuff. But, you know, I may have laughed. Um, Definitely, definitely saw a video of someone having sex in the cinema before. And it's not as hot as you'd think. (laughs) Without the music and the lighting, it just looks like a sin. (laughs) <laughs> it just looks oh man i'm so funny <laughs> um got another one in i today maybe i okay i don't not that i don't want to say this person's name because i don't think they care but okay aaron love you aaron uh miss you bro uh his i was shifting the angles were off don't know if I ended up with a cold sore or carpet burn <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I like if you haven't had an awkward shift in a cinema, you haven't lived. By God, those are the days when you go home feeling like an absolute boss for shifting for half an hour in the back row. Um, and Neil, oh God, Neil, this one annoyed me. You now I was kicked out of the cinema for turning off the escalator when my friends were on it. Oh my God, that was a fucking daily occurrence. It was so annoying. Now back, Neil's my age, so I wasn't working there when he used to do that. So that's totally fine. But um. Like every day, uh, or a kid's playing on the escalator, and uh, I'd be like, "You're gonna fall, and you're gonna sue the cinema, and I'm gonna be out of a job." So please don't do that. But yeah, that was annoying. But it used to happen every day, so you just kind of got used to it and just kind of resigned yourself to going downstairs, turn it on again. Um, so that's that's where we're gonna leave it, guys. Um, thanks so much to everyone for answering the questions. Um, thanks so much for listening. I'm back now weekly. Um, tune in this Friday. I'm going to be doing an episode on college and my tips for your first kind of few weeks, first semester of college. Um, so yeah, check that out. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please like this. Let me know if you like the episode. Let me know if you like the podcast. Like, share, and subscribe, guys. I'm the Rathbeak and Rambler on all my social media handles. Um, check me out on WordPress for all my blogs. There's going to be a movie review up there today and later on this evening check out um my twitter facebook instagram sharing all heaps of things on there um and just be kind to each other wear your masks um stay two meters apart from everyone um other than that guys have an absolutely phenomenal week tune back in friday as i said please share this episode widely tell one person Tell whoever, tell a random person about it. Um, 
and let me know of anything you want me to talk about. So here's Rusty Gray playing us out. Have a good week, guys. I'll chat you next time. Bye. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before. Yeah, this is not something for the green sea low. This is something that we need dope Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows Or take you lit talks about life That's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast Huh, this man is restless He got just what you seeking Scrambler, he is the wrath peaking rambler